Welcome to the European Parliamentary Research Service podcast. Today we'll be talking about the EU's long-term vision for rural areas. We'll look at their needs, their potential and challenges, see where current support policies have succeeded and where they've been less successful, and have a quick look into the future. Stay with us. From the rolling green hills of Tuscany to the snow-studded peaks of Romania's Carpathian Mountains, Europe's rural areas show an amazing variety of landscapes, climates, traditions and cultures. To some they conjure up holiday dreams, but to the 137 million Europeans who live in rural areas, they are real places with very real challenges. They can certainly offer advantages compared to city life, a peaceful and healthy environment, lower living and housing costs, a better social fabric, and they produce the food we eat. But they must confront a number of important challenges, such as depopulation and an ageing population, lack of infrastructure, public transportation, education and medical services, lack of job opportunities, low incomes, a digital gap, and we could go on. The EU's rural development policy has sought to help address these challenges with varying levels of impact. Now let's look into this in greater detail. Between 2014 and 2020, EU rural development policy, through contributions from different funds, has sought to address the specific challenges of rural areas and turn them into vibrant, attractive areas to live. So what can we learn from this policy? Well, here are a few conclusions on the impact of the common agricultural policy on the territorial development of these areas. In general terms, support from the common agricultural policy has, on the one hand, helped to ensure a stable income for farmers, and on the other, it has contributed to the economic development of rural areas. James McEldowney is policy analyst at the European Parliamentary Research Service. The evidence emerging from policy evaluation tells us a lot about the impact of the common agricultural policy. It confirms the CAP's role in supporting farm viability and incomes. In addition, it has demonstrated the relevance of village renewal measures as well as the role of the LEADER programme. And LEADER is an innovative approach and it engages local actors in the design and delivery of strategies for their local territories to help them address the social needs of rural areas and their communities. Direct payments from the Common Agricultural Policy have created or saved over 5 million jobs. At the same time, village renewal measures and leader measures contributed to alleviating social deficits and strengthening cohesion, although their rather small financial envelopes have limited their full potential. So if we want to reverse the decline of rural areas, evaluation evidence points to the need to better coordinate funding streams and, when necessary, to cut red tape and make it easier for local actors to access available funds and initiatives. So how are things going to work in the future? Well, one thing is clear. Europe's regions are incredibly diverse, so there's no one-size-fits-all approach. Here's James McEldowney. So when we talk today about the rural world, we are no longer talking about a single rural world. Rather, we are referring to a multitude of rural worlds. We know that regions that are close to cities tend to grow, while more remote regions tend to lose population. So looking to the future, the expectation is that the new delivery model, as part of the CAP reform, 
will give member states greater freedom, greater flexibility in the design of the new CAP strategic plans. Indeed, the reformed Common Agricultural Policy introduces a new way of working. Basically, each member state will be asked to design a strategic plan explaining how it intends to spend the CAP funds to meet both national needs and common European objectives, such as rural development and environmental care. The Commission will then review the plans before approving them for implementation by each member state. The new model represents a shift in focus from rules and compliance to performance and results, as well as a shift from a one-size-fits-all to a tailor-made approach. Indeed. Recall how, in December 2020, the Commission published its recommendations to Member States as regards their CAP strategic plans, and they highlight a number of recurring themes relating to the employment, education and training needs of rural areas, including the need to address rural depopulation, promote generational renewal, improve connectivity and address the role played by action taken at local level. In parallel to this process, the Commission published in 2021 its long-term vision for rural areas. Based on a foresight exercise and wide consultations with citizens and other actors in rural areas, the Commission's vision proposes both a rural pact to engage actors at EU, national, rural and local levels and a rural action plan with concrete initiatives to allow rural communities to become stronger, more connected, resilient and prosperous. Let's hear the European Commissioner for Agriculture, Janusz Wojciewski. Rural areas are crucial to the European Union today and they have a key role to play in the green and digital transition. However, we have to provide the right tools for these rural communities to take full advantage of the opportunities ahead and tackle the challenges they are currently facing. The new common agricultural policy will contribute to the vision of rural areas. The Committee of the Regions believes the answer to many of the current challenges, such as climate change, lies in EU's rural regions and wants local and regional actors to have a greater say in deciding the future of EU's rural areas. Vasco Cordero is first Vice President of the European Committee of the Regions. We defend a strong rural agenda because the European Union and its policies are, above all, about people. So you cannot have a European Green Deal, you cannot have a fair Green Deal without taking into account the people who live in rural areas. What's clear is that in covering nearly half of the EU's territory and a good share of its population, the EU's rural areas need to be able to play a full part in Europe's greener and digital future. Check out the briefing on the EU Rural Development Policy on the EPRS website for more information. This is a European Parliamentary Research Service podcast. Thanks for listening.